Last week, we argued that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y? Also, the Chestnut Appreciation Podcast. I am your host, Tyler, the strangler of the swamp of this podcast. Uh, I am your co-host, Jordan, the Satan of this podcast. I'm your also host, Kevin, the Willard of this podcast. Now, we had already established on the last episode that uh, Satan is a delicious alternative to meat. Right, right. Uh, now, is is that what that horror film is about? Uh, I, I clicked on it hoping that it was in an effort to, you know, reward repeat listeners with additional Satan-related jokes. Unfortunately, Satan is a Turkish... Uh, remake of The Exorcist and uh, immediately reminds me of uh, our college discovery of Turkish Star Wars. I don't know if Kevin remembers that. <laughs> yeah, it's I also do. spelled S E Y T A. But no, it's uh, it's a a twelve year old girl named Ghoul living a high society life with her mother in Istanbul, who becomes possessed by the devil himself after experimenting with a Ouija board. Well, you did name your daughter Ghoul. Ghoul. Yeah, I mean, so, you had it coming. <laughs> Ghoul. Sorry, it's and pronounced Ouija. And what was <laughs> what was yours, Luigi. Kevin? Was that? It's is pronounced... that the one like where um the Frodo plays a dog or whatever, or has uh, a friend who's a dog? Willard or whatever. Uh, I actually watched that show. It's it's, uh, uh, I'm just going to read you one line from the plot. Willard quickly becomes obsessed with his friendship with a rat he named Socrates. Oh. So that's that's what I got for you. So it's definitely about the talking dog. What is the name of that show? Uh, It's Wilfred. Wilfred, that's right. Yeah, I watched it. I don't know. It was all right. The Strangler of the Swamp uh, is a 1945 remake of a German film called Fairmont Maria. And looking at screenshots of it, it's basically like the, the Strangler of the Swamp looks like an American founding father. He, he looks like he fought in the Civil War and now he just kind of strangles people in swamps. Wow, Kevin, the, the original Willard starred Bruce Davison and Ernest Borgnine. Oh, from Ernest Scared Silly? No, from <laughs> No, sorry, uh, Marty. stupid. Marty Scared Stupid. Yes. So, as you may have gathered, this is our Halloween episode. Spooky. Where we can... Spooky. A scary ghost. Three spooky, five me. Uh, wh- where we completely forgot to ask for any Halloween questions. So, we're just going to do just a regular gonna, episode. We're going to but... take your regular questions, and on each one, we will spooky. add a spooky twist to them. We can do this. We're yeah. we're masterful improvisers. We're gonna... <laughs> yeah, we're gonna read every question like we're freaking uh, Vincent Price. Spooky. Well, we know um, how good Tyler so... is at impressions of famous people, so that's, that's gonna right. Work. I can just it's... do that. Tyler, one what, what's your Vincent Price like? Voice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know who free. that is. Like most uh... of the people you ask me to do impressions. <laughs> Uh, um, I see, oh, you, I see your cephalopod hat back there, Tyler. That's fantastic. Oh yeah, it's in the corner. Yeah. Um, do either of you actually watch horror films? Nope. Like I've never been able to handle. Uh, them. I, I no. don't either. But I like. I don't know. I like horror movies that make you think, rather than the Hollywood ones that just have like jump scares. If you have jump scares that make you stink. Well, jump scares mm. make me think that with my family's history of heart problems, I will die watching one. So, Jordan, I don't know if you were still watching, but we were on a, a beach trip where some of our friends started watching like Camcorder Two, no VHS Two, or something like that. VHS Two, and uh, everyone almost got to see a squeamish Tyler pass out. That's why I wasn't in the room. I was like, oh, I I'm going to bed myself now. from the Goodbye. room. I was trying very hard to play a card game, and I could not. <laughs> uh, so as as you probably gathered, this is our Verses and Would You Rather podcast, where we take questions submitted by you, the listener, and hash them out here on the show. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Our first question comes to us from Ben Nemeth. Thank you so much, Ben, who wants to know, would you rather be a child star... Or 
someone who becomes a star later in their life, so in their elderly years. Because they child became star. a vampire. Oh, if so, child star or vampire. Vampire star. <laughs> vampire star. So you are... Hey, so a celebrity. Now, are you a celebrity before you become a vampire? No, becoming a vampire become a celebrity makes be- you a celebrity, like Bella Lugosi. Hey, hey, uh, everybody! The theme of this week is to take your questions and ruin. <laughs> yeah. So, so good luck. Well, hold on. Let's Happy see. Be the child star, would you rather be uh, a little Eddie Monster or uh, okay? Or uh, the the yeah the grandfather from monsters. Let's just we'll, we'll keep the original question intact, but we'll attack it from a monster angle. Okay, <laughs> it's all monsters all the time. It's all about cheese. I'm gonna have to look up some monster effects. Yeah, thank well, you for I... pigeonhole pigeonholing us into a show that like none of us have watched. Hey, we'll be fine. <laughs> Um, now, I think the danger with, like, child stars in general is that, you know, that flame is going to burn nice and bright, and then it's going to burn out early. Like, you're going to forever have that following you around, that, like, you were this child star, you were in some monster-related TV show or movie of your choice. Maybe you were that kid in that movie about dead people. What is it? Uh, Haley Joel Osment and... Uh, in the sixth sense, four cents, four cents. Uh, no, it's uh, six, six cents, none the richer. Six cents, none the richer. <laughs> Everyone's favorite Halloween uh, contraceptive commercial ban. Um, let me let me submit for the approval of the Midnight Society, Jake Lloyd. Who? What? Jake, oh, Lloyd. Jake Lloyd. Yeah. Yeah, he had a he had a oh, horror filled life after Star Wars. He is really. He looks ghastly and spooky now. So this is on. This is on topic. Would you say that he's altogether ooky? Yes, he is very ooky. He's definitely mysterious and spooky. Um, (laughs) But this that is, by the way, the the actor who played Anakin in. Oh man! Every time I bring up earliest Star uh, Wars, current era Jake Lloyd, I'm just like blown away once again at the shape of his face <laughs> no but you see i feel like the jake lloyds and the uh the macaulay culkins are like the prime examples of these child stars who like do this one big role and then are hated for the rest of their life or no they become well jake lloyd is hated for the rest of his life right so you could have that scenario going on where you play a child in a really awful movie and everyone knows you as that guy in that bad movie. Well, and, and that's the problem when you're a child is you're so impressionable that you don't know that George Lucas is an idiot. Yeah. And that, and that he'll ruin your You life. just think he's a like a little man without a neck. Right. Hey, I think it would be really cool if you were in this movie that's going to be so bad. How about it? Uh, but then there are also the Macaulay Culkins who go on to be in... Uh, novelty velvet underground cover bands called the pizza underground <laughs> what? you're Macaulay not familiar Culkin? with this yeah no. i just yeah, know i just know that he's like a like a coke addict he definitely looks like one uh the pizza underground is an american comedy rock band uh that consists of former uh child actor macaulay Culkin playing the kazoo percussion and vocals along with other people that no one cares about. Uh, but anytime anyone tries to do an interview with him, he's like, either you're interviewing the entire band or you're not getting any or like either you talk like seriously about music or blah, blah, blah. If anyone asks him about home alone, like he'll leave the room and it's not exactly good parodies well, is, is of he, velvet underground songs. Well, is he, are they serious or I mean, they're listed as a comedy rock band. They're not good. Wait, which who are we talking about? <laughs> they have a pizza box percussionist. Uh, Macaulay oh, Culkin. Not, right. No, I think that already disbanded. Uh, no, it's 2013 to present. Oh, really? Still going. Yeah, we can. We could download their music if we wanted to. Well, the kid from um, Fly the Navigator is currently working for a sporting goods store. 
So that's great. I mean, he doesn't look like so a drug addict. Some, like... That's a success. He's still alive. Wait, wait. Who's working at a sporting goods the store? The kid from Fly the Navigator. Ah, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, or you could be uh, like Drake, um, and not only become a successful rapper, but also um, have your legs miraculously healed. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you, you dropped you, out. You I thought that out. might have been me. Let me guess what Tyler said. Oh, here. let me repeat let me, that. Hold on. Let, let me, me guess what Tyler joke. said. I think I can I can figure it out. Or you could be like Drake, who, in addition to becoming a rapper, also would be uh, healed of his quadriplegia. Oh, wow. Perfect. Was it really? <laughs> that was no, not exactly quadriplegia. He had use of his arms. Uh, but, uh, you know. Yeah, I, I know. said miraculously had his legs healed. <laughs> hey, can we just guess what each of us is going to say for the rest of this podcast? Uh but the disadvantage of being a star later in your life is that you don't get to enjoy the fame at all. Like, yeah, maybe there's a pretty good chance that you're going to wind up being <laughs> because... screwed over as a child star and that your parents are going to take all your money. But if you're, like, the star of, like, Cool Grandpa in 2070... You're Johnny Knoxville? Yeah, because... Johnny Knoxville. Then you're not, like... Chances are you're just going to have, you know, clinger-ons coming out of the woodwork, like second cousins and stuff, yeah, trying to, trying to, you know, grab your inheritance. You mean like Ricardo, you mean like Ricardo Montalban and uh, Wrath of Khan? <laughs> yeah. Tyler, so basically you're saying is that old people can't enjoy anything. Yeah, because that's why you shouldn't be an old uh, star. Because there's this dude in like a black cloak with a skeleton Tyler, are you face advocating no, they cheat at Mario Kart. They're the they worst. They do. Man. <laughs> Snaking. Ugh. Anyway. Um, well, I just think, like, you know, if if it's a child star, then, like, you are being set up for greatness. And if you can't follow up on that, like, you know, maybe it's nobody's fault but your own. If yeah, you what become about, a star later in life, you know, it, yeah, there's the satisfaction the of, of, like, finally. drugs at the age of 13, though? But the plus side, though... Okay, go for it. You're Harry Potter. You okay. become a child star in a franchise that essentially has you guaranteed parts as you grow up. Mm, yeah. And then you get to star in a weird horror movie that George and Steve went to see one afternoon. I heard that was Lady actually pretty Black. good. They they thought it was all right. Yeah, I mean... And be naked on stage next to people in horse puppet costumes. See, problem with that, though... Is that he was a kid when he did that? Well, so, so whoops. Now, Kevin, do you have any we, thoughts on uh, what is it? Thunder, thunder. Oh, thunder, thunder pants. pants. Thunder pants. Rupert Grint. Grint. What has he been you in? Know what? what has he been in? Oh, I can tell you exactly what Rupert Grint has done since uh, <laughs> Harry Potter. Um, uh-huh. No, uh, Daniel Radcliffe went on to do additional movies and to star on Broadway. Emma Watson went on to also do additional movies and like be a peace ambassador for the UN. Um, Rupert Grint, I think that's his name, right? Anyway, yeah. he went on to buy his own ice cream truck, which he drives around and gives kids free ice cream. That's awesome. <laughs> that is what okay. He actually, there you does go. With his free uh, time now. Forty thousand points for child star. You can do that. Every once in a while, people ask him if he's that guy from Harry Potter, and I'm pretty sure he just kind of like is like, eh, nah. Here's the problem, though that that career has a shelf life of about uh, five more years because before it's massively creepy. Oh, he's in a, yeah. a new and and everyone starts ordering ice cream online. He's in a new CBS oh gosh, pilot the online called ice Super cream Clyde. industry. Super Clyde. I have to look into this show. Oh man, the whole unaired episode is on YouTube. I have to watch that after this. Um, but like if you get fame when you're older, like, yes, you have the satisfaction of like, finally, I'm getting what I deserve, but you know, even then it's, it's mostly going to be like, I don't know, people saying like, oh, this adorable old man and not like super excited about what you're going to do next. Yeah. But what if you're famous for, what if you get famous as an old person for like ne- perfecting never dying yeah or or maybe like stabbing a bunch of people oh 
<laughs> so you you're famous in the prison sense is that everyone knows you in the maximum security prison right you are you are the most famous person in cell block d or as jordan or, suggested or you are the first known vampire and make the entire world your thralls all right we need to take a vote on this since we've clearly explored every angle of the question uh, Jordan, which are you going to go with, Child Star or Later in Life Star? I'm going to go with Later in Life Star, assuming that I have uh, what I'm going to on the spot term uh, the John Hurt success uh, syndrome in that as I age, I only become more and more famous and get bigger and bigger roles. I am going to go ahead and go with Child Star because, you know, I... I've got the work ethic. I'll make that springboard work for me. I'll do just the right proportion of drugs. It's going to be awesome. And also, I'll buy... Oh, also, we didn't even mention, you're going to get on so many, like, Dancing with the Stars and VH1 uh, reality shows and all that kind of stuff. So, you got that going for you. Oh, yeah. As cool grandpa. No, 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 no. As, as, As child, forgettable child actor. Oh, yeah, that's right. Or as a cool grandpa. Everybody loves a dancing grandpa. Kevin? I'm going to go with fame later in life because you are going to be able to make the circuit of assisted living homes so hard. You could just like just touring, whistle stop tour of all, you know, the the Pleasant Oaks. uh, Now you are going to have to spend most of your fortune building a train between... All of the retirement your, homes. Your your legacy will be that you developed the world's only high speed rail project between uh, nursing homes, <laughs> and that is a is a life worth living. So Are you thank- watching Super Clyde, Jordan? What? Are you watching Super? No, Clyde? not I yet. Think the answer is yes. I'm real excited. <laughs> so that. Thank you so much for your question, Ben. And next time you have to choose between Child Star or a star later in life, go ahead with that Child Star. You're going to be glad you did. Our next question comes to us from Joanna Rutter. Thank you so much. Joanna wants to know, would the three of us rather be the Hardy Boys or the Babysitter's Club? I thought Go. it was going to be the Hardy Boys. Or the All right, Hardy how do we Halloween? How do we Halloween eyes this question? Okay, would you rather be the Hardy Boys solving the mystery, mystery of, of Halloween, Redbeard's Red ghost train, or <laughs> the Babysitters Club? Oh, or the Babysitters Club um, babysitting the spawn of Satan? Rosemary's oh, okay. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. Are we the Babysitters? Uh, not- yeah, we're the ba- so the plot of the Babysitters Club, as far as my uh, research has uh, has shown me, is that they are like a club of babysitters, and uh, they they get calls and babysit for people, but they also like have club meetings where they talk about their feelings and growing up, and <laughs> and, and they have a union, and, and they they, they attend the Sweet Valley High. Um... Yeah, there has there has to be a quorum in order for any uh, motion to pass. Um, so, <laughs> with the babysitters club, right, hold like, on. yeah, are the babysitters hot. Well, we are the babysitters. Are we? Or I hot? guess like, yeah, we're pretty hot. We are the dreamiest <laughs> well, girls but in all the school. The Hardy Boys know, had a certain can, you know kind can, of nineteen fifties boy charm. I feel like we're we're gonna be. Uh, well, here's the problem: if we're dreamy boys in the dreamy boys babysitter club, uh, <laughs> yep. yep. Uh-huh. We have a lot of clients. I can tell. No, the thing is, like m- maybe we have clients, but mostly we it's have gonna fun. be. No, mostly it's gonna be like little boys. What and I feel like. Because, like, you don't want your, like... I don't know. I don't like where this is going at all. I'm just no, going to say that. If you don't want your preteen girl being babysat by a teenage boy, because they're just going to, like, flirt with them the whole time. They're going to take us, and they're going to stick us with those middle school boys who, like, can't be trusted alone, and it's going to be all trying to keep them from burning the house down with a pair of knives. No, 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 no. Here's what we do. 
Baby Babysitter's Club gets power. And when you get the power, you get the money, you get the women. So we <laughs> we start a monopoly of the babysitters in town. We get okay. all the babysitters together. Are you implying we should we be just... babysitter pimps? No. Well, that is kind no, of just... what they do. Like, they have a club meeting, and people call during their club meetings, and they decide who's available, and they dispatch a babysitter. Yeah, here's the thing. Yeah, so so we decide who goes out. We decide which, you know, which dreamy girls we're going to be babysitting because we're the dreamy boys, and we're the head of the babysitter's club. And also, if somebody, you know, takes takes a disliking to our methods, maybe we send somebody with a bat or a crowbar. Now, do we take needs. a cut out of each yeah. uh, babysitting in, in exchange for protection? Absolutely, because it's it's real dangerous out there in that babysitting world, and only the babysitters club has you know the the means to protect right, you so we're, from we're the babysitters club. Right. Glad we established so that. So speaking of speaking of danger, the Hardy Boys, like they're yeah, cool. You're solving mysteries and junk, and you're like the luckiest and cleverest boys around. Uh, but one, were they really that dreamy? And two, like, do they ever get paid? Like, do they ever get rewards for you know, solving I don't know, the mystery but of Red that, Beard's Like, they train? get matched up against Nancy Drew, and one Nancy Drew is worth two Hardy Boys. Oh, that's, true. that's the that's problem. Algebra Hi, 101. There's only two Hardy Boys. So what's the third of us going to be? Like, the uh, crappy, like, Tyler friend? is Nancy Drew in this scenario. No. <laughs> What are the Hardy Boys' names? Uh, Jimbo like and Hard- figure out. John. It, yeah, it's Hardy Jim- and Boy, right? <laughs> yeah, Hardy. No, it's Frank and Joe Hardy. Okay. So what do you think the third would be named? Frank uh, and Joe. Fenton Hardy is a private investigator in the popular Hardy Boys novels. He's the father of Frank and Joe. Okay, so one of us is the dad. So one of us is always saying, oh, you boys, you're always getting into mischief. If we uh, if we wrote, like, a cross-play fan fiction of the Hardy Boys, could we call it the Hard Lee Boys? Uh, South Park oh, already did, did that. that. Dang. So the Hardy Boys, like, maybe every once in a while they get, like, a free pizza from Giuseppe for, like, getting the ghost out of his fridge. But... The babysitters, like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have you know a club here. We're gonna be able to negotiate wages, you know, and we're gonna be paid for babysitting while we like gossip with our friends on the phone and let like Nicholas play Minecraft or whatever. Oh shoot! Okay, here we go. The third of us is gonna be Tony Preto. <laughs> okay. no, oh shoot! I, got, I, got, I can do one better. Check out this movie. I am Deb. <laughs> The Hardly Boys and Hardly Gold. Are those two dogs? Yeah, those are two dogs. Wearing. Hey, here's the description. Beautifully shot. The Hardly Boys and Hardly Gold is a high comedy action film. Action adventure. Starring two Uh, dogs. Does it have acting credits for the two dogs? I hope so. Skip and know the names of these dogs. Billy. I don't think it has a cast. It must have no, just been. But you know what? <laughs> the Hardy Boys The Hardy Boys are the polar opposite of the Babysitter's Club. Whereas the Babysitter's Club rule with an iron fist and cash and, and payouts, the Hardy Boys are satisfied with the knowledge that they made America a better place. They don't so, need So money. they're chumps is what you're saying. I'm saying They're pushovers. Well, when the Babysitter's Club gives them a run in, yes. So when the Babysitters and the Hardy Boys clash, the Babysitters will kill the Hardy Boys and dump their bodies in the river. It's true. So. Uh, no one can know. And, and Keep in mind, though, this is the Dreamy Boys Babysitter Club. Right. The Dreamy Which, Boys Babysitter Club. By the way, I think, you know, uh, I think if we are uh, looking at this from a Dreamy Boys angle... I think that we're going to be, you know, that much more attractive as, like, those sensitive guys. Like, yeah, you know, like, I babysit because I'm in touch with nurturing babies. (laughs) I don't know. The more I say it, the creepier it sounds. Kevin, did you just solve a mystery? Sorry. I'm uh, at the beginning of the original Hardy Boys series. Frank is only 16 years old, and both he and Joe want to follow in their famous father's footsteps. Um, so then, okay, so there have been multiple iterations of the Hardy Boys. In Case Files, uh, Joe's Joe's girlfriend dies. Whoa! What? And he he has like he has like 
personality problems. Because so what you're that. telling me is Super- uh, Kevin is Joe and girlfriend of the show. Uh, Jen, go forth. Better watch out in this scenario. It's true. Uh, I have some. I, I, have I some don't think the babysitters report. ever um, encounter death. I think they're immortal is what I'm trying to say. Unless, I believe the three of us are still alive. Unless that's alive, what the situation calls although for. Although it is our Halloween episode, so spooky it's Tyler is dead. Spooky. spooky. The living uh, dead. Uh, guys, I'm a ghost. Did I tell you guys that? I'm a ghost. Okay, let me tell you about the male associate member of the Babysitter's Club named right. named Logan Bruno. Oh, sounds like he's exactly the kind of person I would leave my children with. So, Logan moved from Louisville, Kentucky before 8th grade. He first appears in book number 10, Logan Likes Marianne. He has a southern accent. He participates in many sports, including baseball and track, and works as a busboy at the Rosebud Cafe. He was Marianne's boyfriend for the majority of the series. He also wasn't an associate member of the club, which is a member who is not required to come to meetings. That sounds like a great deal, though he did attend meetings on occasions, but takes jobs when no regular member is available. Logan lives with his mother, Louise, father, Lyman, sister, Carrie, and brother, Hunter. This club does sound pretty hardcore if they're like associate members and members and like folks that are required to take things. And it's pretty intense. All right. We need to take a vote on this. Kevin, what are you going to go with? Hardy Boys or Babysitter's Club? You know, I'm going to go with uh, Babysitter's Club simply because the Hardy Boys, like, must have taken place in downtown Detroit. Because the the crimes that they solve are in the same town, murder, drug peddling, racehorse kidnapping, diamond smuggling, medical malpractice, big time auto theft, and hijacking of strange materials and espionage. Like Wait, is that, that like is... Nu- nuclear-grade yeah. plutonium right. strange material? Exa- exactly, yeah. Uh, that's like that's the, the most horrifying town in America, wherever that is taking place. Jordan? I'm going to go with Hardy Boys, because that town sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to go with the Dreamy Boys Babysitter Club, uh, because I'm a dreamy boy, and I can use the extra cash. I'm I'm not gonna put my life in harm's way to like maybe get a free haircut from the <laughs> like Mr. Pencilton or whatever down at the barbershop. Yep. Good old Mr. Pencilton. Uh he'll so make you look sharp. Oh god. Oh, boy. Thank you so much for your question, Joanna. And next time you have to choose between the Hardy Boys and the Babysitters Club, go ahead with that babysitters club. You're gonna be glad you did. Our next question actually does come to us from girlfriend of the podcast, Jen Goforth, um, who recently may have been killed in a mystery-related incident. But she would like to know the giving tree versus the giver. The giving tree versus the giver. Okay. Go. The giver was the creepy old guy, right? Yeah, he's a dude with the beard who spends most he's of his time. He's literally in front of the books. dude because Jeff Jeff Bridges <laughs> plays him. So, oh, okay. So the Giver is a guy that gained fame in later life. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But no, uh, the Giver was um, dystopian novel thing where like everybody's the same, no emotions except for this one guy. He's like the emotion guy, and he he holds on to them all, and he's like the trapper keeper. And then there's a new boy who's like, I'm going to die real soon. I got to give you all these emotions. And so he does. And then he's the giver and no longer the keeper. And then the boy's the keeper. And he's like, these emotions are like way too much, man. So he steals a baby and leaves town. All right. uh, Let's talk (laughs) chief advantages of being the giver. Number one advantage of being the giver. You have a sweet, sweet beard. Um, Yeah. Number two. You could probably turn it into dreadlocks and put some like beads in yeah. there. Number two advantage of being the giver. You have sentience because you're a human being versus a tree. Now that tree is like real smart. Because otherwise, why would it make people so sad with his generosity? I guess it's not that smart. I guess if the tree was a bit smarter, I would know that that boy was like really hardcore taking advantage of it. Um. So... The giver, like, you're living in this crazy dystopia, and you have to, like, die and stuff, and 
usher a kid to safety. The giving tree, though, I don't know. Like, you're basically just turned into what? A tree? Oh, you're already a tree. You're turned into a boat, a house, a chair, a stickball bat, like um, kindling. I I don't know. There's there's a stump. It's not really that much good about being that tree. Cause I forget. Does the does the kid even like learn a lesson in the end? Or yeah. is it just like I'm old now. I'm gonna sit on a stump and die. And the tree's like, finally, now now you're. Your decomposing nutrients will allow me to regrow. <laughs> uh, no, the 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 kid when he's old sits down and he's like, global warming, and then he dies. And that, and then you take off the dust jacket, and it's actually an inconvenient trick. <laughs> it's the same freaking book. Um, Al Gore is the giving tree. We took everything from him. We took the internet, the vice presidency, the presidency. We took. His presidency, his wife, uh, his voice modulation. Oh, that's a good Halloween costume if no one's come up with one yet. Just, like, dress up like Al Gore and cover yourself in blood. <laughs> be, be Al Gore. Oh, right, yeah. Or you could dress up as Alf and cover yourself in blood and be Alf Gore. Maybe you just ate a cat. Which, that was terrifying, by the way. Going back and watching episodes of Alf now and the amount that he threatens, like, perfectly innocent cats is really disturbing. Well, he's an alien. He doesn't understand that, you know, you're supposed to eat cats instead of threaten them. Yeah. You're not supposed to share your intentions. You're supposed to just do it. Right. Well, no one's looking. He's got to make it happen. Um, uh, I feel like you learn more from the giver than the giving tree. Cause like the giver is all about like, Hey, it's no good to try and make everyone the same. Like the fact that everybody feels different experiences. Things is better than being numb to everything and never feeling pain. Cause you never feel happiness. The giving tree is just like, don't be a selfish brat. Like don't take from trees. But even I guess. then, like he, he made use out of a lot of the giving trees parts. Uh, now, do you think parents like take their kids and sit them down and read them the giving tree? And it's like, now, Johnny, what have you learned about like asking for an allowance? That's like really mean of you. And yeah, because you should be I, as your parent, am a tree. So you're killing me slowly <laughs> by asking. All... <laughs> that's essentially what it's saying. Like, hey, dude, you're that's how life works. Your parents love you and they're going to give you stuff. But you are literally stuff killing you them. don't deserve. Stuff you don't deserve. You are a selfish brat, and you're killing your parents. Everyone listening. Well, at least uh, you know. At least if you're the giving tree, you get to guilt kids. You know? Oh yeah. And you get to be like, you know, you get oh, at the very end of your life, you get that sweet, sweet satisfaction that when that wrinkly old idiot comes back, he's like, "I did it all wrong," and you're like, "Yeah, take that, sweet release of death." Hey, I got one word for you, Kevin. Happening. As in oh yeah! Oh okay, right. I forgot that that was a sequel to the Giving Tree. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> that, like once the, the Giving gi- Tree gets bigger. The Giving Tree gave all it had, and then Mother Gaia looked then, down on the Giving Tree and said, "What hath humanity wrought?" And then yeah, smoked like them. He, he was the best of us. And then the Giving Tree became the Taking Tree. Yes, started taking, taking names until finally. Mark Wahlberg shot it in the face. But then on the third day, the giving tree rose again and uh, ushered in uh, a new earth. No, no, because they brought in some cool. anime director from Japan to make the third movie. And Mark Wahlberg and the giving tree like kind of fused together into like some type of tree folk that ruled over a post-apocalyptic uh, United States. Wait, a post-apocalyptic? Post-apocalyptic. Like post-cops? Which then you don't realize that Middle-earth is actually uh, years and years and years after the the destruction of Middle-earth. You know, if you're the giver, though, and you're Mark Wahlberg. You're Mark Wahlberg as the giver. As the giver. Not an older Mark Wahlberg, just Mark Wahlberg with yeah, like a, a very clearly fake beard. A really beard long on. beard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. And he'd just be like... Like, you can see the elastic around yeah. his ears. Quit crying, stupid. What are you crying for? Not you. Not you. Not you. And not you. <laughs> oh, gosh. Kevin, have you seen that? No. All right, I, I'll, I'll, we'll show it to you later. Um, or actually, I'll post it in the Facebook. You can still tell us what it well, is. You can, you, can cut, <laughs> you can cut this out. Great radio. All right, we need to take a vote on this. I am going to go ahead and go with The Giver, uh, because even if I'm in a dystopia, like, you know, I, I'm the one person who's still able to, like, enjoy things like snow and the baby's laughter and whatever. I'm not one of the Robotrons. Whereas in The Giving Tree, like, you're just a tree that gets hacked to pieces, which probably hurts. Jordan? <laughs> Wait, what was the question? Uh, <laughs> giving tree versus the giver. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, the the giver. We'll just do that. Kevin, uh, you know I'm uh, I'm gonna go with the the giver because you know even though you're kind of heavy handed and and a little bit you know not very subtle in the whole hey choices king and all that crap. Uh, at least you got the Newberry Award. Yeah, that's true. So that's something. Can, can we talk? Who cares? About, like Newberry and Caldecott. Like, has anybody ever gotten that and been like, life complete, donezo? No, but it. it basically means that like every school library across America is going to carry your like, book. Has to have it. Can I? So you're going to have like loads of cash. Hey, hey, guess what? Um, I just published a memoir uh, called. Give me money. Uh, Ke- Kevin Gall, buy this freaking book. Um, he had the gall to stand there. Yeah, it's 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 called um yeah it's called my life. Just please buy this. Um, and I gave it the Newberry Award, so good to go. It is spelled like a new berry, like a fresh berry. So it's not the same award, but it's still very prestigious. Our final question comes to us from Corden Sullivan, who would like to know, would you rather be a one-man band or part of the Blue Man Group? Go. One-man band All right, or Presumably part of the Blue by one-man band, uh, I'm going to assume Corden means you're wearing one of those ridiculous uh, what... Uh, yeah, you're not like a singer No, you're, you're wearing that Dick Van Dyke guy. thing from uh, Mary Poppins. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, you're wearing an, uh, an Oompa yeah. machine. Like, you get, got the drum and the stompy and the clappy and the kazoo, and you're basically a member of the All pizza right, so underground. That's basically, like, right there, you're wearing a lot of heavy equipment. Now yeah, you're, so you're... You're looking yeah. at it all wrong. It's a one-man band, so there's tons of chicks in it, and just oh, yeah. you as the one You're man. the one male member of Josie exactly. and the Pussycats. So it's basically Josie and the Pussycats and you. Yeah. Josie and the Pussycats featuring Jordan. Fe- <laughs> featuring the musical stylings of Jordan. Josie On the and Pussycats. He mostly Guitars just scats the Olympic theme song. Yeah, that's a one-man band. It's just somebody who scats. Yeah, a scat man would be a one-man yeah. band. You could be a, scat, a man. scat man. Josie and the Pussy Scats? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that means cat poop. Uh, yep. uh, you will so... eat that cat poop. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're a one-man band, you're going to be able to busk a bunch. But you're not going to be landing those sweet Vegas gigs like the Blue Man Group is. Sorry, what? Where? Vegas. Vegas? Vegas. Vegas? Vegas. What am I saying wrong? Vegas? Vegas. 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 How's it pronounced? With with an A. You're saying, you're giving an A. Vegas. Vegas? Vegas. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. Vegas? Vegas? Yeah, that's yeah. it. You got it. Vegas. You know what really helps me learn how to pronounce words correctly is when I say something and you just repeat it exactly back to me over and over and over So basically again. you're telling me that you you inferred how to pronounce 
Las Vegas after the Street Fighter character Vega, and then you were like, Vegas. <laughs> it's Vegas, yeah. Because it's more than I'm, one Vega. Look at that word, V-E-G-A-S. It's Vegas. It's like vegetables. <laughs> the way you're saying it makes it sound yes. like some random Yiddish word. Oh, the Vegas and the Schmigus and... Huh. Oh, I, I, hurt, I, hurt my, I hurt my Vegas yesterday. And now my I got, point is, though, go one-man band, unless you're like, you know, Terry Crews linked up to that one-man band machine in the Old Spice oh, yeah, website, you're not going to get those, like, big auditorium-filling shows like the Blue Man Group is. But as the Blue Man Group, does anyone even know who those guys actually are? No, there's more than one Blue and Man Group. And you're not going to have fame. Like, if you're not in, in your blue, then no one's going to know that you're a Blue Man. And if you are in your blue, you're not even going to be able to, like, talk or interact with people. You're just going to have to hit PVC pipes. It's going like, to be really annoying because you got to blue whatever. yourself every single night. It's you true. know, the, the Blue Man Group is actually the result of the society and the giver. Oh, yeah. And everyone is required to be the same. They're actually the the logical extension of the Babysitter's Club. Right. (laughs) They reach a point where they no longer even need to communicate with people. Well, no. They just send drum signals. You know how, like, Frank Sinatra was really, really in with the mob? Well, like, the Blue Man Group is really in with the Dreamy Boys Babysitter Club. And so, like, we decide, you know, what (laughs) where the Blue Man Group gets booked in town. And it's everywhere, by the way. Yeah. So you better book them, or we're gonna book you with a book to your knees. Like you're gonna be, you're gonna be going into the back to get some fresh hamburger for your butcher shop, and there's the Blue Man Group. They're really cold. <laughs> so they're not wearing makeup. It's just, it's just a, just blue makeup all over your bed, just all over your bed. It's ruined. You wake up and there are three men's decapitated blue heads. <laughs> You should have learned your lesson. Wait, why are we decapitating the heads of the guys that were making I thought we were going for a, for a Godfather thing. Oh, we didn't really think this through. We're just dre- we're just three dreamy boys trying to get by. Make him an offer. He can't head in the- <laughs> oh, they didn't That put is how Frank Sinatra's head in the in the. No, thing. that's how he died. They cut off his head and put it in like some record label's bed or something. Uh. Hey, it's, you should have booked this guy. Now he's dead. No, and they left a note that said, you bet on the wrong horse, wink. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and then they said everybody nice hated gift. Sinatra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Blue Man Group, I don't know. Like, have either of you seen the Blue nope. Man Group? No, although I've seen advertisements. I've seen like a really crappy version, like amateur version of Stomp. Does that count? Yeah, that definitely counts, and Jordan. It was it was a version feel, of stomp where everyone was slowly asphyxiating. So I feel was... like a cra- uh, one man band, like a crappy busking one man band, is more likely to be close to a horrible version of stomp. Yeah, but then you never you've never heard anyone say, "Oh, that guy's a really good one man band." Like that's that's never happened. It's always like, "Hey, that really sucks," but at least it's just one guy. Now, do you think that we are, like, a passable one-man band or blue blue man group member? Are we, like, at our current skill set, like, go out and make a living as a one-man band and or go and become a part of the blue man group? Because I don't think I'd do very well. Uh, I'm pretty sure with blue man group, got- like, the other three members could probably carry you for a while until you figure out how to do it. Whereas, if, if yeah. Kevin has to go out, if, if Kevin has to now make his living as a one-man band... He has to immediately go to, like, the New York public transportation whoever and get a busking license, don't you? Uh, no, you don't have to have a license to bus, but you do. You have to get approved. No one's allowed to perform in the subway cars. To perform in the subway platforms, you have to get approval from the MTA. Hilarious! But you play the acoustic guitar. You could no, have not your... well. You can have yeah. Your, how well is he uh, gonna little, play it with a tambourine um, strapped to his shin and a triangle hanging? No, from his I'm ear? saying you bring your little Japanese deer scaring water device, and that that does the percussion. Uh-huh. Just that little dink every once in a while. What about this? One man band is just a man with a boombox. Oh, oh, well, you could program that's the a... beeps and boops onto like a Casio keyboard well, too. Well, no, I'm saying that's a one man cover band. Oh yeah! 
Hey, listen. All right, I'm going to perform a cover of uh, Nirvana Smells Like Teen Spirit. And, and it's going to sound a lot like them. I'm selling CDs of my covers. <laughs> See, that you can get a Vegas show at. You, yeah, can, you stand Vegas. on stage and you just hit play on the old... Kevin, did you just say box. Vegas too? Yeah, I, I did it to mock okay, Tyler. Just make it it sure. sounded weirder when you said it. When I said it, it sounded really natural. Yeah, Vegas. Let's all go to Las Vegas. All right. You sound like, a, need... like an old-timey radio. Ah, we're going to go to Las Vegas. See? We're leaving Las Vegas. You sound like one of the... All right. We need to take a vote on this. Jordan, what do you got? Uh... Blue man or one man? I'm going to go with Blue Man Group, because that sounds like a lot less work. Kevin? I'm going to go with Bloom Ann Group, which is oh, yeah. uh, a group of women named Ann that sell flowers. Oh, I thought it was and all wear uh, bloomers. some, like, <laughs> if Ann ended up getting married to George Michael on Arrested Development, she would have been Ann Bluth, so. Er, wait. But and Bloom. And Bloom. <laughs> Great joke. Hey, Good we joking, did it. Everyone. We did it, everybody. And I am going to go ahead and go with a member of the Blue Man Group because I feel like I'd make a lot more money doing. Oh that, yeah, definitely. Like, than being a a crappy one man band. Although I bet you, if you if you recorded yourself for like YouTube videos, you could get some hits. YouTube videos. YouTube. If you were a one man YouTube band. Hey, I bet if you were a crappy one-man band, you could get a lot of hits from people on the sidewalk. Yeah, people just smack you. Well, you're crappy, so you're kind of walking into them while you're trying to work out the kinks. Yeah, and you will be playing mostly songs by the kinks. Okay, so that's, all right, that's a good plus for one-man band. You get to work out at the same time. You're walking on a treadmill. And occasionally also walking on sunshine. Dang it. I was trying to figure out how to work that. (laughs) Oh. So thank you so much for your question cordon and next time you have to choose between a one-man band or a blue man group go ahead with that blue man group you're going to be glad you did and thank you all for joining us for this spooky episode of ninjas versus podcasts <laughs> turned into a beetle at the end yeah well, lads no. now. Nin- ninjas versus podcasts it's the what you don't stuff. realize is that all the beetles are actually dead well, Paul is um, Paul is dead. Well, no, the Ringo, rest are ghouls and vampires. Ringo was never alive. Yeah, he's you, an he's an automaton. Because you wouldn't. He have is known one the of the unborn. Was... So. <laughs> and then Ooh, scary Halloween. Yeah. Uh. But if you Let's... would like to submit a question, you can email us at ninjas versus podcasts. That's versus vs no period at gmail.com. You can also find us on facebook.com slash ninjas versus podcast. Uh, like the page there. Uh, just hang out with us and we will be posting funny videos and other cool things that we find online. I know Jordan was laughing at a bunch of videos while we were recording this. So hopefully you'll put some of those I already did. Uh, and you can also tweet at ninjas versus podcast. And uh, we do updates there, and we will definitely reply to you if you tweet. Uh, Kevin, do we have a tweet of the week? Uh, no. Do we? Uh, oh, sorry, follower of the week. I forgot we stopped doing tweet of the week. Um, yeah, I, you know what? Why don't we do this? Uh, why don't we each give a 30-second scary Halloween story while okay. I find a follower of the week? Once upon a time, there was a ghost. All good Halloween stories start with once upon a time. (laughs) That lived at the top of a really tall tower because its wicked stepmother put it there. And then uh, a goblin came over and was like, yo, ghost. And the ghost was like, thank goodness, and floated down because it's a ghost and didn't realize that it could leave. And then um, everyone was scared. (laughs) The end. Jordan? Uh, the reoccurring nightmare of my childhood, I had it on more than one occasion, was that a monster that was really cartoony looking was chasing me down a long corridor and I was Peabody of Peabody and Sherman. And I <laughs> that think is a the nightmare. Monster, I think the monster got Sherman. 
Oh, Wait, God. no, I was Sherman. Sherman was the kid, right? I think. Peabody was a dog. Maybe? I never really watched that I show. I can't remember. I really don't care. <laughs> Kevin, do you have a follower and or a spooky story? Once, there was this guy who worked at an office, and somebody said, you're going to have a 9 a.m. meeting on Thursday. That's terrifying. That's, terrifying. And That's too early for a meeting. You're gonna have to be engaged and stuff and talk about software. You have to get engaged. Oh, oh man, God, you have to be engaged to go to this and meeting. And you have to talk about deliverables and servicing clients. Pizza's my favorite deliverable. <laughs> uh, mine, uh, mine not is, if you're a DiGiorno fan. Mine's uh, hepatitis. Oh, oh, Kevin, do we have a follower? We do. Has anybody followed us? Yeah, um, I think I think we already did this one. Yeah, Jake Lloyd followed. Um, did us, we right? did we already say that we were we were followed by at Woman Health? Uh, yeah, I think yeah did. yeah. All right, good. Um, we're followed by uh oh, we're followed by uh Cheerful Ghost. Oh yeah, Cheerful Ghost is great. They're actually so um a website that like can help you keep track of your games and stuff. Kind yeah, of like it's very apt on Halloween that we are followed by Cheerful Ghost. So, again, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you want to leave us a rating or a review, that'd be cool. Subscriptions are nice, but mostly just if there's someone who might like some Dreamy Boy babysitters, send them our way. Um, also, just love, love a person. And our final question, keeping with our ninjas versus theme, uh, Dreamy Boy Babysitters versus Ninjas, go. Oh, my gosh. But we already did Us versus uh, um, (laughs) (laughs) And in that instance, I'm pretty sure we voted for Ninjas. So I'm going to vote for Ninjas. Uh, I'm going to vote for spooky ninjas because the ninjas will have ghost costumes on (laughs) that's what i got and i am going to go ahead and uh go with um dream of boys because (laughs) no one can resist our well-coiffed hair uh so as ever i'm tyler I'm Jordan. I'm Quaff. And until next time. Don't forget, don't forget your eggs to chuck at the house that hands out pennies. Oh yeah, I've been seeing some convenience stores aren't selling eggs to miners. Where we don't forget your eggs because they are a very valuable source. We're gonna bounce and shake our bodies And we'll be dead when we're all done Tired from all the fun and games We'll hit the ground Let the grass scratch up our legs And we'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss Ah, the quicker man. The quicker man.